This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. So on today's mini podcast episode, I'm going to be telling you how to fix a slow metabolism. Before we jump into that, you really need to understand exactly what your metabolism is. So your metabolism isn't this airy-fairy thing that just exists. It's made up of a whole different bunch of really chemical reactions within your body, right? So it's not an organ or anything like that, but it involves processes that convert food into energy to build and repair tissue and to really regulate your body functions so that your body's nice and healthy. So there are some elements that and components that make up your metabolism. So let's go through those first. Number one is your basal metabolic rate. Now, you may have heard about your BMR. And what your BMR is, is basically the amount of calories or energy that your body uses at rest. So let's just say something terrible happens and you are bed bound. You don't move at all. You're laying there. It is the amount of calories that your body burns in order just to keep you alive, right? So that's what your BMR is. And that actually makes up for 60 to 75% of the total calories you burn within a day. So this is a huge amount of calories. It really takes up the majority of the calories that your body does burn. Now, this is going to be very dependent on, so genetics play a role here, also the size of you. So if you think about it, if you are a 60 kilo person and you would be burning X amount of calories just to survive, but if you compared that to someone who was 100 kilos, that's an additional 40 kilos that your body needs to burn calories to keep alive, right? So someone that is a bigger person will just naturally usually burn more calories than someone that weighs less. So men tend to also burn more calories than women. And then we look at um, things like your body composition. So how much muscle you have in comparison to your body fat as well. So we know that the amount of muscle you have, a muscle will burn more calories than uh, fat, right? So that's your BMR. The next is going to be uh, the your NEAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And what on earth is this? This is the movement that you do throughout the day, which has got nothing to do with your workouts. So it's all the movement outside of your workout. Now, this also includes things that you're probably not even aware that you are doing. So it's it's me using my hands, if you're watching this on YouTube, as I'm talking it's me blinking, it's me fidgeting, but then it's also me, you know, carrying my shopping from, I don't know, the store to my car. It's just all of the normal movement that you do. Now this can take up and and keep in mind, this will vary from person to person. Usually this takes up anywhere between 15 to 50% of the total calories that you burn within a day. Now, I would say it's somewhere usually sits in between that. So usually about 30%. So it's quite a significant amount. Now, I want to talk next about TEF. And this stands for thermic effect of food. Now, the thermic effect of food really represents the energy required for your body to digest food, absorb it, and then for it to be used as fuel, 
right? So it's that digestive process. Now, the really interesting thing is that protein has the highest thermic effect, meaning your body needs to work harder to digest protein, which then means that your body burns more calories digesting protein than it does carbohydrates and fats. And this is another reason why protein is so important when it does come to fat loss, right? Because a part of the calories that you're consuming through protein is actually getting burnt throughout that pro- uh, that digestive process. Now, this is going to take up 5 to 10% of the total calories that you burn within a day. So not a huge amount, but it is still an amount of calories that your body does burn. Now, lastly, I'm going to talk about your eat, which has nothing to do with food, but it's your exercise activity, excuse me, exercise activity thermogenesis. So we talked about your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So your exercise, phys- uh, your exercise, oh gosh, my goodness, <clears throat> your eat, your exercise activity thermogenesis. These are all very big words, but basically what that means is your workout. Correct. This is your workout. Now, this is really usually going to burn anywhere between 15 or actually probably like 5 to to 20% of the total calories that you burn within a day. Your eat usually will be the least amount of calories that you do burn within a day. Now, I'm throwing out percentages here, but Ultimately, it's going to vary from person to person. So the thermic effect of food as well as your eat, your exercise activity thermogenesis is sometimes can be roughly around the same, but it really just depends on, once again, your size, what kind of exercise you're doing. But just remember that over time, the amount of calories that your body burns in a workout will decrease as your body adapts to that exercise. And I'll go into that more um, in another podcast episode. So now let's talk about a slow metabolism and a concept of the slow metabolism. The thing is, is there is no such thing as a slow metabolism. We have something called an adaptive metabolism. So these four components of your metabolism will sometimes adapt to however many calories you're consuming. So if you want to think about it, your metabolism, these four things are what keep you basically alive. So your body needs energy in order to stay alive. Now, when you go into a calorie deficit, initially you'll lose body fat. Your body doesn't know that you are deliberately doing that. What it's actually thinking is, oh my goodness, I'm not getting enough food to be able to effectively keep this person alive because it actually doesn't want you to lose fat. So what's going to happen is it's going to learn to live off the amount of calories that you're giving it. Now, the first thing that it does is it will decrease your NEAT, your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it will decrease the amount of activity you do throughout the day. And this is going to be subconscious, right? So you're not actually going to be moving as much as what you were prior, but you won't really be aware of that. You might feel like you're more fatigued and more tired and don't have as much energy, but I'm talking even just about subconscious things like I spoke about blinking, hand movement, all that sort of stuff will actually decrease, which is then going to impact the amount of calories that you burn within a day. And this is why you might feel if you've been under eating for a long period of time that you just cannot lose weight. And it's actually just the body's process of adapting to the amount of calories that you're giving it. The same goes for your workouts. So over time, your calories, excuse me, your workouts will burn X amount of calories. And then in two, three months time, if you're still doing that workout, your body's not going to be burning as many calories. So here you are feeling like you've got a slow metabolism. Nothing you do will make you lose weight when in fact your body's really smart and it's just gone, do you know what? I've got to try and get this person to survive. I don't want them to continue to lose fat because if that happens, 
they'll die. So what I'm going to do is learn to live off those calories, pretty much slow everything down. It does slow down, but it actually kind of adapts. So that's what a slow metabolism is. So how do you fix it? That's a really great question. And basically, the easy answer is to look at increasing the amount of food that you're consuming. So just like you have taught your body to your metabolism to quote unquote slow down, let's teach it to speed up. But there is a process involved in this. Now, if you are a part of the challenge, I'm going to be sending you an email with a more in-depth video on how to fix a slow metabolism. If you are not a part of the challenge, you can head over to my YouTube channel. I have that on there and I go into more detail as to how to get yourself out of that situation. But that is it from me, guys. Thanks for listening. Until next time, big love, Coach Tash. Coach Tash.